Welcome to Awkwardly Anna podcast. I am Anna Barr, your host. I am a Christian life coach for women, and I specialize in overcoming anxious and overwhelming thoughts. That includes thoughts of comparison, feeling like you struggle with communicating, struggle with placing respectful boundaries on your life, struggle with meeting a goal or accomplishing a goal, balancing your schedule, all of it. I help you get to where you are feeling in complete ownership of your life and living in the everyday joy and beauty that God intends for your life. So thanks for listening. Hello, welcome. Episode 48. I'm so close to 50 and I'm so excited. That brings me immense joy. So perfect for today's episode, episode 48 being what is joy? Are you just born with it or not? Ooh, intrigued, aren't you? (laughs) So today we are going to talk about what joy is and the standard definition from Oxford languages is a feeling of great pleasure and happiness or rejoicing is the verb form. And I think that's pretty standard, you know, rejoicing, happiness. And then I looked, I always like to look into the Bible and see joy. And and I come across the verses that are, you know, the testing of your faith and having joy. And when you're going through trials, having joy and rejoice and during a time of grief. And I'm like, I don't, okay, okay. I think I get it because I've had this joy, but I'm not sure it helps when you don't quite know this or don't know the definition. So I liked that as I kept reading, I kept reading these verses for instance, this is one that has comforted me, comforted me a lot in my life. When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought me joy from Psalms 94, 19. And I think that this is a common theme about when you're joyful, having peace. And then that got me thinking, okay, I want to meditate more on this a little bit. And I think joy is having peace. For me as a Christian, my joy comes from God. It comes from the Lord. I've been able to have joy in circumstances where it absolutely makes no sense. And I can only describe this by faith and belief. But how I put it into words is there is peace. And I know a lot of times, you know, we want to kind of identify joy by what we can do or what can be done to us. And that's fine. But I think that a major aspect of joy is just a peace and a hopefulness and a delight that you have. But point being, does this mean that there are just people that are born joyful and people that aren't? And that's the end of it. (laughs) Oh, what a question. I think absolutely you can have babies that seem more joyful than others. I mean, colic, come on, tongue tie, that's awful. That's hard to be joyful. Let's be real. (laughs) But I don't think that you, you either have it or you don't from birth. Absolutely not. You can obtain joy and you can be 50 years old, 70 years old and not feel that joyful yet. But joy is still obtainable. There's no age where you can no longer receive joy. I think that that is the beautiful thing about joy, especially the joy that we receive from God. You can experience joy at any point. Now, does this mean that you have to be joyful all the time? 
absolutely not. No, that is not what joy is about. I am a firm believer that our life is never about perfection, that we are always growing, that we're always feeling what we need to feel and exploring what we're feeling and what's going on. And that I don't believe that you're just a failure. I think you people, we have failure, we learn from failure, but you're not a failure. However, I do think I kind of glossed over the baby thing. Even if they have colic, even if they have tongue tie, babies are still joy. <laughs> you are, yes, born with joy um, from birth. You are, I don't feel like I clarified that well enough. You are, babies, children are joy. They are born just perfectly made and such a perfect example of joy. However, as you get older, if you struggle with joy or don't feel naturally inclined to be joyful. That is what I mean, is that it is possible for anyone as we feel like we struggle with it or as we might have bouts where it's not coming as easily to us or we're not making intentional time for it. There are always strategies you can do to experience more joy. So let's talk more about that. So the other other thing I wanted to cover today is just three quick ways that you can kind of keep your joy in check or experience more joy or explore joy more if you're pursuing this in your life either more or just in general pursuing it in your life. And these are easy things that anyone can do and they definitely make an impact. You've heard that quote going around on Instagram about how you need to schedule your joy. That is something that when I first heard that, I was like, oh my gosh, the my personality type hates feeling constricted and constrained. <laughs> but it's so needed. Discipline is so needed. And yes, you do. That's great advice to schedule your joy against my, you know, free-spirited personality. You do need to schedule your joy. And that can look different for each person. But Once you know, or if you already know, hopefully, if you don't reach out to me, I can help you. When you know what brings you joy, this might be a hobby you partake in. This might be getting outside. This might be uh, an activity you like to do, an activity you want to not participate in. When you know something that easily brings you joy throughout the week, schedule this in. So if it you like taking baths, that brings you joy, schedule what days of the week you're going to take baths. Schedule out what you're going to put in your bath. Get down to the specifics. If you really love iced coffee, schedule what days of the week you're going to get your iced coffee. What's your order going to be? What store are you going to do? Put it in your planner, put it on your mobile calendar, and look forward to it. Because not only is that bringing you joy, the thought of looking forward to something also brings us joy. So that's a double awesome joy-filled thing there. (laughs) So that's my first thing I would definitely say to try out. Now my second thing, which I kind of mentioned in that first, get outside. I don't care. That's a rude statement. If you are someone who says you're not a nature person, you don't like bugs, I respect that 100%. Get on some bug spray, use some natural essential oils that help with bugs, do what you need to do, wear layers, wear long sleeves, get a net, and go outside. You don't have to be deep in the woods if you're not, or up, you know, climbing mountains if you're not a, a deep in the woods mountain climbing type of nature person yet. That's fine. We'll work on that. <laughs> kidding. 
However, you can go for a walk. You can walk around in your yard or your patch of grass if you live in an apartment. Um, you can find a common area in your town or your city where there is grass and you will hear birds and you hear the wind. This might sound crazy, but I think sometimes we don't even consider how little time we spend outside. Now, I have small children and older children, and I homeschool, so we are outside some days more than we're inside. However, the job I was working before I decided to stay home and work from home and now start my own business involved me being indoors so often. And I would have still then considered myself someone who enjoyed being outdoors, but just the nature of our work. If you work long shifts, if you work in a warehouse, a factory, a hospital, a lot of times this just isn't practical while you're working. And that's a lot of hours of the day to not be outside. Now, do not beat yourself up for days when you're working your buns off and you don't get much time to be outside. It is what it is. But on the days off when you're recuperating and rejuvenating, spend extra time outside. Make it a priority. Make it a point. Now, it would be great if on the days you do work, if you take three extra minutes just to look up at the sky, maybe when you walk to your car, um, if it's light or if it's dark, notice what the sky looks like. Notice what the sky looks like when you walk into work, then notice what the sky looks like when you walk out to work. Just that lifting of your head and stretching of your neck, opening of your chest will create such a sense of joy with your body posture as well as being outside and you can breathe. It not only does it bring you joy, but that can really be relieving of a lot of big feelings from working a long shift. So that's a really easy thing. No matter what your life schedule is, you can make more time to be outside. And I would really, really, really encourage you to not be on your phone while you're doing this. If you are on your phone, you are. But just to take even five minutes doing this and not being on your phone. If you need your phone with you for safety, keep your phone with you. That doesn't mean don't have your phone on you at all. It just means, you know, put it in your bag, put it in your pocket, and and just not have it in your hand for a few minutes if you're able. If you're able to leave it in the car or leave it at home, that's great too. It's just whatever makes you more comfortable. This shouldn't bring on stress or bring on anxiety. The point of this is little, little moments of joy throughout your day. And then we're going to take a quick break, a quick ad break, and we will go on to my third tip here and finish out this quick encouragement burst episode. All right, welcome back. So my third little quick tip here to increase your joy easily in your life is to pick, and this can change weekly, this can change monthly, but intentionally pick a color that brings you joy and either find something, maybe your water cup for the week, maybe the color you paint your nails, maybe the pen you use when you journal or the pen you use when you take notes that week, and really focus on incorporating that color more into your life that week. If you can, if it fits in with your budget and your lifestyle, buy something that month that is that color. I really like to do this as I talked in last week's episode with Jenny Joy, or Jenny of Jenny Joy Journals, 
we talked about, you know, just colors in your notebooks, colors in your pens. So I really like to, you know, have a journal or a notebook that is that color. And then for me, it's not for the month, it's for like six months, but it can be in any way. I do this with painting my nails. You can do this with the background on your computer, the background on your phone. You can make a cute design or take a picture incorporating that color you like you can incorporate this color into your food for the week, into your drink for the week. You can buy a cute pair of earrings that are this color. There's really so many different ways that you can incorporate a color that brings you joy and you will be shocked at how quickly the shift helps your mind. Now, the other thing I want you to do is when you're outside, because you followed step two because you're awesome, notice where you see this color. Just notice. It's amazing how just noticing with intention, having a joyful color to focus on, and then just noticing how much joy it brings us because we're kind of recentering and we're taking time to be calm, time to breathe. When you start focusing, say my color's green and I'm outside and I want to notice, I'm going to find green really easily. So I want to go so far as to notice the different shades of green. The deep green in some people's grass, the lighter green on some trees. Just noticing things. You'll notice how your body relaxes, your shoulders relax, your tongue it comes down from the roof of your mouth if it was up because you're bordering on some anxious feelings. It just immediately draws all your attention to something outside of you and really, really, really helps with your joy. So that's another way we can use color to help with joy, to incorporate into being outside, to incorporate into how we're being intentional. When you're being intentional in scheduling your joy, you can use a pen that's the color you've picked and write it on a post-it or write it in your planner or pick that color in your calendar on your phone. Just incorporate it everywhere you can and you'll be so surprised at what a simple thing this is to increase your joy throughout the week. And then this will lead directly into next week, we're gonna talk about how you can encourage joy in your physical environment. So I'm really excited to talk more about this. It's an area that I'm so passionate about and it brings me so much joy as does always recording this podcast. So thank you all for listening. I am so grateful that you helped me reach 1000 plays on my podcast. I just every time I see that there's been another play, that there's been another review given, I am just so immensely grateful for each and every one of you. So thank you for listening and we'll chat next week. Go out and experience joy. so much for listening to this episode. If joy is an area of your life that you really would like to start getting intentional about, you sometimes are feeling the feelings of overwhelm, being overscheduled, and you just want to feel more joy in your day-to-day, this is a fantastic area of focus to focus on with a life coach. So reach out to me if this is something you would like some coaching on to experience more joy in your thoughts and in your daily life. You can reach out to me at helloannabar at gmail.com. Send me a message on here or find me on Instagram, Anna Elise Barr, A-N-N-E-L-Y-S-E-B-A-R-R underscore. And let's talk.